0: In this bulletin, at least 55 people killed in attacks in Pakistan, a former gang leader is charged with the murder of American rapper Tupac Shakur, and in sport, the prime minister to attend the official AFL grand final breakfast in Melbourne. Good morning from the SBS newsroom, I'm al Redd. At least 55 people have been killed and dozens injured in a suicide attack and a second blast in Pakistan. The first attack occurred at a religious gathering in Pakistan's Balochistan province where people were gathered for a procession to mark the birthday of Prophet Muhammad. The second blast hit a mosque in neighboring Kaibe Pakhtunkhwa, killing at least five people. No group has claimed responsibility for either attack. This witness describes the moment of the blast in the Balochistan province. I was passing near to the rally when the blast happened. I don't know the reason as I became unconscious after the blast. I was scared too. I saw so many bodies lying here and there. Bodies lying for at least two hours. No one from the government was here. People shifted the bodies in their own private vehicles. It comes amid a surge in attacks claimed by militant groups in the west of the country. A former gang leader has been charged with the murder of American rapper Tupac Shakur. Tupac was killed in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas in 1996, and his death is one which has puzzled investigators and fans for almost three decades. Duane Cafe D. Davis has been indicted by a grand jury in Nevada. The Disability Royal Commission has tabled its final report following four years of hearings and evidence given by almost 10,000 Australians in public testimonies, written submissions and private sessions. The report acknowledges the high levels of violence and abuse, neglect and exploitation experienced by people living with disability in Australia and calls for significant change. Among the key reforms it proposes are the establishment of a new Disability Rights Act and anti-vilification protections, as well as improved and more culturally safe access to disability support for First Nations people and diverse Australians. CEO of Women with Disabilities Australia, Caroline Frohmader, says it was a day of mixed emotions. We are a wealthy country. There's absolutely no excuse that we are still seeing practices like forced sterilisation, forced contraception, people with disability um, being segregated into special schools, uh, group homes, in many ways, for advocates, for many of us. Our work starts now. The tabling of the report marks what many hope is a turning point in how Australia manages the disability sector. While the recommendations are largely supported, some question how effective the implementation process will be. Dwayne Cranfield from the National Ethnic Disability Alliance says putting the recommended changes into action effectively will require careful consideration. This will add layers to the bureaucracy, and, and that's always problematic. Again, it's about how do we implement it without it becoming burdensome and, and, and making, making more work uh, for, the, for the sector. The federal government is set to assemble a task force to assess the recommendations made in the final report. The task force will be led by the Social Services Department, but will operate as a whole of government effort and its findings will be handed down next month. A major housing development on the outskirts of Adelaide has stopped after the discovery of what's believed to be one of the largest ancient burial grounds in South Australia. The site, currently under development for a new suburb called Riverlea, contains the skeletal remains of at least 31 ancestors across two areas according to Aboriginal heritage workers. The developer, Walker Corporation, is now seeking the government's approval to excavate and remove the ancestral remains to make way for the planned construction of 12,000 new homes over 15 years. Development is now on hold as it is illegal to impact Aboriginal heritage without government approval. Heritage workers like Tim Argus from Ghana Yerta Aboriginal Corporation says Ghana traditional owners don't want any more remains to be excavated. What I'm hearing from members of Ghana um, is that um, we don't want our ancestors dug up anymore. Um, that's been very loud and clear. Um, and I think that's the sort of thing that we need to start planning for with future developments. Anthony Albanese will be looking to kick a goal for the yes vote in the voice referendum when he lines up for the official AFL Grand Final Breakfast in Melbourne. More than 100,000 people will fill the MCG today as Collingwood takes on Brisbane. Before the game, fans, dignitaries and footy officials will gather at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre for the annual North Melbourne Grand Final Breakfast as the lead up to the biggest footy game of the year reaches fever pitch. The Prime Minister's speech will likely focus on the yes vote as polling day approaches. The vote on the Indigenous Voice to Parliament is only weeks away, with early voting to start on Monday, before the 14th of October poll. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Assam al